Welcome to the SAP Concur Conversations podcast. Each episode, we sit down with industry experts, visionaries, and leaders as they share what it takes to build forward-thinking spend and travel programs. Our goal is to get you thinking differently about how your organization spends its time, energy, and money. My name is Barb Bammer, and I am a Senior Solutions Consultant here at SAP Concur. I help customers understand the value and benefits of SAP Concur Solutions and Services. Today, I'm joined by Ben Claxton and Jeff Seda of Fox World Travel, and we're going to dive deep into the how, what, and why of building a best-in-class travel program. To start, Ben and Jeff, please take a moment to introduce yourselves. Ben, let's start with you. Thanks, Barbara. Uh, my name is Ben Claxton. I'm the online technology manager here at Fox World Travel. Um, so anything related to Concur Travel or online booking itself through the support and, or maintenance of the sites itself and the, or the support of the end users comes through, uh, comes through my team. Thanks for having us today, Barbara. Thank you. And Jeff? My name is Jeff Seda. I am the Director of Global Client Solutions at Fox World Travel. I manage the team of, in a sense, account managers that are dealing with the day-to-day needs of our customers. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. So one of the things that I did in preparation for our conversation was I took a look and reminded myself of how great Fox World Travel is. And one thing that I noticed is that you have a tagline of your success is our success. And that resonated with me because we here at SAP Concur um, agree to that sentiment. So can you talk through how you prepare yourselves Uh, for customer conversations, knowing that you're armed and ready to help them succeed? And um, how do you approach it if they're not willing to share as much as you'd like in order for you to help them along that journey? Right. I I guess I can start with this one. So, you know, we're dealing with customers that have various stages of development of travel policies and travel programs. So part of what we do um, on the client solutions team is really our goal is to is to really understand where they are in that level of development. Um, what we do from a consulting standpoint is, um, you know, after we do some evaluation and we take a look at their travel policy, we really want to go to them and and say, hey, there's some things within your policy that either are missing or you should have. Um, you know, we want to understand your organization better. And so we can help you figure out where we can help you enhance your, your travel policy. Exactly, Jeff. And then so from that standpoint, when Jeff and his team work with the clients directly and get that information, right, they ask those questions, they, they dig in deep to see, you know, what are your goals? How can we help you succeed? Right? Because like you said, um, our client success is our success. So they dig in and kind of really get to the the meat of what those questions are and, and what those goals um, might be from an organizational standpoint. And then from the online team, from my, from my team's perspective, we get to take that information and then really kind of where the rubber meets the road and really apply that directly. So we do that through a lot of different channels and concur, whether that be through through additional policy getting added, through messaging, through the way we sort results, we're able to really take their goals through all these questions that Jeff has asked and his team and really get to the, the heart of what their goals are and then really be able to apply those directly into Concur. That's great. I know that in my past, as an implementation person quite some time ago, one of the things that I tended to be challenged with was 
the fact that a lot of times you start your conversation around policy and you get to understand when the last time the policy was updated. And at times, the, the answers were a little shocking. <laughs> um, I won't name the company, but uh, recently I found out there was one that hadn't updated there so, since 2013. And so I think it's pretty prevalent in a lot of areas where there's this set it and forget it mentality. Um, and I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that those are things that you guys have, have come across. And I find it interesting, um, especially in this day where employee experience is really, really huge. Um, the Great Resignation really forced organizations to reevaluate their employee experience. And I think a lot are finding that their travel policy or their travel program is a reflection of their culture uh, in their organization um, and that their culture could or should be reflected through their travel program. And so have you found through those conversations that that's pretty accurate or have you come up against trying to get to the root of why a specific policy has been set? Maybe because there's some challenge in interpreting it and how it's going to be enforced, whether it be in the online booking tool or whether it be via the agent consultant, right? Have you found that has maybe revealed uh, a little bit more about the organization and has it drummed up some aha moments in that regard? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say a couple things uh, about this. Um, sometimes it takes an external event to get people to pay attention to the travel policy. You know, typically you mentioned travel policies are you put in place and sort of they just move on on their own through and no one takes a look at them. And, you know, and I think that's very typical, but, you know, think about COVID uh, in terms of how that impacted organizations when they had to all of a sudden understand, um, you know, how are they going to manage duty of care? How are they going to manage their, their expenses? How are they going to get people out on the road, you know, during these, these times? So I, I think there's, there's a, for many organizations, they don't quite realize the, you know, the impact their travel policy has number one on, uh, you mentioned a couple things, you know, uh, employee satisfaction, uh, the financial aspects of how they're managing travel. So, you know, I, I just think that, it takes at times some external need for, the, for someone to pay attention to it. And once they do, then they start understanding that, you know, this, the policy itself touches so many different things because it's generally travel and, and, and expense policy associated with it. So it, it touches various, so many different aspects of any organization that, you know, when they're prodded, by some external need, then all of a sudden, you know, eyes are opened up to this. And, and then they have to go through um, to, you know, I think through a process of understanding or trying to figure out, well, what do I do next? Now that I understand this is a need, what should I be doing? What's best in class? What's going to work for my organization? Um, how do I get there? And that's where we as consultants come in and try to help them. Exactly, Jeff. Um, I'm on the you know the, the same path there. So just like you said, Barb, our your travel program and really your travel policy both they're not a rotisserie chicken, right? You can't just set it and forget it or, and move on um, and then go about your day and work on your other stuff. So when we look at kind of like Jeff was talking about, sometimes it takes that external um, event and sometimes it is an internal event, something within your company. What we know is your company, no matter which company it is, is most likely different than it was in 2013. Right. So over the last almost 10 years, a lot of things have changed. Your workforce has changed. 
your, your goals as a company have changed. So we, we want to continue to reassess. And that doesn't happen once a decade, right? That is happening every year. You know, you're getting new people into the workforce. You're getting some people retiring. The goals that you have as a travel program should be a little bit different. Now, we're not talking wholesale changes, but we are talking a little bit different um, year over year. So we want to reassess that. You know, like I said, uh, everyone's goal, right, is to save money, to have a better travel experience. Uh, but we can, there's different avenues of that. So the number one way to save money in a travel program is through the better application of travel policy. So we know that Concur gives that ability to, to encourage better choices, whether that is better choices from a cost perspective, whether that's better choices from a time perspective, whether that's better choices from a, from a safety perspective, from a sustainability preference. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of avenues, you know, what is it? Yeah. Sustainability in 2013, wasn't the same conversations we're having right now. Correct, so yeah. all of those things have changed. And, and again, it's not all, we don't want to do it one decade at a time, but we want to look at it from an annual or, or even quarterly basis of what are your goals and are we still accomplishing those goals? You know, the goals don't need to change every quarter. The goals shouldn't, they shouldn't even change every year, but are these still the goals that you have? Are these still the goals that your company has? And are we actually making progress on those goals? Are we moving forward in the, in the way that we need to? If not, where can we tweak that policy, that program, that data set that we're getting? What information can we gather or, or what are the information are we gathering that's not helping? We continually basis of the maturation of your travel program to continue to move you forward towards the goals. Um, even if those goals are changed now, what are the new goals and how do we keep moving forward in that direction? Right. And, and, and just, just to reiterate just quickly on that, you know, when you're looking at goals, they need to be uh, realistic in terms of, uh, I, I think we could call, all come up with a list of 100 things we want to change at the, right now. But you need to prioritize within any uh, event where you're looking to increase adherence to a policy. So, you know, again, they should be measurable, but they should be achievable and they should be minimum. Uh, number that you're looking at, your, your top couple priorities every time. And then once you're done with those, then you can reprioritize and then bring in the next set of prioritizations. Mm -hmm. But Jeff, to that, to that point, right, you can't, you can't manage what you can't measure. So exactly right. So if they have to be ones that we can, you know, whether it's from a data set that we can capture, whether it's through whatever that avenue is or whatever that goal is, that we have to be able to, to measure it so we know if we're capturing or we know we're moving in that direction or not, because it's we, we got to be got to kind of be data driven. You know, is the goal we have for all of the you know whatever your goal might be? How can we make it data driven, and how can we move forward in that in that same direction? Yeah, data is king, right? Exactly, it's, it's king. And I do think it's important what we've all been through the last couple of years. My hope is that others have caught up to the idea that their travel program or travel policy should be ever evolving and should be iterative. I do think there are some leaders at a good number of organizations that have known that and they are best in class. And I think others are trying to catch up, right? Um, I've had numerous conversations with folks um, admitting that, yeah, we're, we have been forced by ex, you know, an external event or an event, a compelling event, internal or external, which has required us to take another look at, you know, what our program is doing for our organization, but not only for our organization, what's it doing for our employees, right? And I think kind of the shift um, should be, you know, what kind of, um, when, a when a customer is open like that with you, what kind of questions do you 
tend to raise that they should be thinking about when it comes to them realizing that, yeah, we, we need to take a healthy look at how we're managing things so we can you know, better move forward and create a better experience, not only for the people that are traveling on our behalf, but the organization as a whole. So what types of questions or what types of conversations do you have um, or what types of things would you suggest they think about when starting to reevaluate their program or policy? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. So uh, the, the first thing is like, who's going to be involved uh, when you think about a policy, like who is involved in actually crafting that policy? Who are, who are the, uh, the key constituents of, of any organization that should have a role in defining what the policy is going to be? You know, typically, you would think executives would be involved, department leaders, um, but I also think travelers and employees need to be part of the conversation as well. Because the way I look at a travel policy, it, it's, it's in a sense an agreement between the organization and the traveler. It's a compact that says, you know, here's a statement of our shared values. Here's the statement of our culture. And here's how we are going to address um, what we think is important within that policy that will, you know, uh, you know, that help define how the traveler is going to interact with the policy. It's going to help define how the employer is going to interact with the traveler within that policy. And it's going to really define what the goals are, um, the overarching goals of your travel policy, right? Is And to your point as well, I think that, you know, employees are looking at travel policy, especially those that are, are doing a lot of, a lot of travel for their employers to see, well, is this going to be difficult? Is this going to be hard? And again, it's a statement of value. It's against that compact. That's how I look at it. Another question I'd probably ask also is, is who is traveling and why are they traveling? You know, is all your travel internal? Are you going to other other offices, other you know locations? Is it all salespeople traveling to to get new business? Is it all you know one off people are traveling for a conference, or is it you know big meetings that you're traveling a bunch of people at once? So you got to determine why your why your travelers are traveling. That also helps kind of you know when we talk about crafting that travel policy is is why are they traveling? And maybe you have more than one travel policy because you have one group that is traveling under a certain set of circumstances. Maybe they're all traveling last minute because of whatever. And then you have another, you know, maybe you have another portion of your company that's traveling under a different set of circumstances. Uh, so the more you know about your traveler base, the people who are actually traveling, who they are, where they're going, why they're traveling, is most of their travel domestic, is most of it international. That, that leads you to knowing what the goal should be and how we can create a travel policy and a travel program that really serves them not just to not just to have a policy and have a program but one that actually serves the people who are doing the traveling yeah i think travel policy with a purpose kind of right instead of it being what a lot of employees i think tend to think of as being just a bunch of arbitrary rules that are put in there just to make their lives challenging <laughs> and as somebody who travels you know there's there are moments where you feel that way right mm -hmm. <laughs> sure sure in regards to, and I think those are all really great points. Um, in, in fact, my brain started kind of firing in a couple of different directions um, with those responses. So thank you very much. What are some of the things that organizations should be wary of and like, you know, little gotchas? What type of rabbit holes should they not fall down or fall through 
when they are looking at their travel program. And I'll just give one example, anticipating unintended consequences, some things like that. Are there any, any things that they should be wary of as they do this, as they reorganize their program and policy? Um, number one, make it simple. Uh, I'd say the first thing you want to do with any policy, it should never be complex, right? I mean, it's if the policy is complex and it makes it difficult for not only travelers, but those who are enforcing it and monitoring it to understand what's going on, then it'll never work, right? So um, the policy needs to be simple and to the point. It needs to answer the why as to why we're doing this. So clearly having that statement of purpose, here's here's the, here's why we're crafting our policies this way. We're taking into account, you know, uh, we want to make sure culturally that we're meeting, that we're addressing the company's culture. We want to address the financial aspects of travel. So those are two things that I think of immediately when I am, uh, you know, starting to think about travel policies. The only thing I would add to that is, is uh, Jeff, you kind of mentioned it earlier of, of trying to do too much at once. If we, you can go from zero to a hundred and, you know, it's, it's too hard for your travelers to catch up. So if you go from, from, you know, from booking wherever they want to, you know, mandating a certain uh, booking site or, you know, booking platform and then incorporating all this policy of approvals and all, we can write all those. But if you go in from a zero to a hundred, your travelers won't be able to keep up and it, it becomes too much at once. Your, your goals become too scattered and you won't be able to accomplish anything individually because you, you're working on too many across the board. So I would say take it in incremental bites, take a little bit at a one. You know, if our goal is to get to a hundred, let's start out by doing, you know, a little bit along the way so we can, we can get there. It just, it just doesn't have to all happen at once. So one of my last questions for um, you two lovely gentlemen is what is your recommendation in terms of measuring the success of a travel program? I'm sure a lot of um, organizations come to you and say, well, you know, we thought we knew what we were doing, but clearly after talking to Fox World Travel, we have some reassessing to do. So what would you tell them in terms of the best way to measure the success of their program? Right. So, I mean, again, we talked about making things simple in the beginning. So if we could define, you know, a couple items at the very front that we're going to measure, and it could be as simple as online adoption for a certain segment of your traveling, um, you know, domestic travel, things of that nature, which should, you know, typically uh, designed for uh, tools like Concur. So how do you measure that, right? You are going to understand where you're at right now. We are going to set a goal and then achieve a pathway to get there. Could be that we engage with Ben's team, provide training to our, our customers, uh, help them understand, um, you know, uh, train those those people in order to use the tool better, do uh, uh, tons of communication out to those travelers, things of that nature. So that becomes a very measurable uh, thing to to manage. You know, it's the low-hanging fruit. It's those, but it's it's a very impactful type of change. And again, and we know that if we can get from, you know, 60% to 80%, you know, there is not only good, you can measure that, you can measure the savings in terms of average ticket price, you can, uh, in, in terms of any costs associated with the bookings, it becomes, again, um, you know, something that is, um, you know, we can help you establish what those goals are and by understanding your program, help you lay out the pathway, uh, how we're going to achieve that and then work with you. Awesome. 
we've talked about a lot of things today. So I'm going to just assess kind of some of the key things that I kind of heard through our conversation, three elements that would help a, an organization become best in class from a summary perspective. I'm going to start with expectation setting and communication. I think those two go together, right? You want to make sure that you're setting the expectation of your employees, those people that are going to tra be traveling on behalf of your organization, but also the leadership team that you're going to work with because ultimately whoever manages the travel program, whether that's travel manager or procurement, they've got to kind of walk a fine line between those two groups of people, right? So expectation setting and good communication. I think the other thing is um, that you all brought up is identifying the key constituents of that policy, right? Who, who is this serving and why, right? The why, I think that's key. That's a really big part of it, in fact. And I think the third thing is recognize and embrace the idea of an iterative program. Be assessing it regularly. And, you know, it doesn't have to be uh, once a month. It could be a quarter. It could be, you know, twice a year. At the very least, it should be yearly, I would think. But ultimately, it needs to be iterative. You want to make sure that you're getting feedback and understanding what's working and what's not. Is it reflecting your culture, if that's your goal? And I, I've become to believe that it's a signifier of an organization's culture that the policy is. So I do believe that those are three key items that are heads of the travel program of their organizations. That's how you can set yourself on a path of being best in class. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the SAP Concur Conversations podcast. To hear more exclusive insights and interviews from the world of business travel, expense, and invoice processing, be sure to subscribe and listen wherever you find your podcasts. And please join us again for our next SAP Concur Conversations.